0: I just read an article that talks about the top Housewife premieres of all time. And Dallas was ranked really high. And This is what it said. Although Dallas fizzled after five seasons, it made a heck of a grand entrance with the one, the only, okay, I'm ad-libbing that part, Leanne Lockin, actress, beauty queen, former carny. Whoever cast a housewife who was raised in a carnival from age of three was a bona fide genius. But she was the only premiere standout. Their words, not mine. Sorry, Deandra. I know you weren't there in the premiere anyway. Other than Leanne's introduction, the episode is a forgettable blur of arguments. Now, I could have told you all of this. No offense to my other friends there. We've had Carrie Duber on the show many times. But, you know... I had the pleasure of sitting down with the one, the only Leanne Locken. And reading this article, I'm like, you know what? I think this is a great time to share this chat. This is from October 21st, 2020. How many of you have actually heard our chat with Leanne? This is right after Leanne parted ways from RHOD. This was just such a great time to sit down and chat with Leanne. This was in our first year. So I mean, man, how excited was I to I'd be excited to talk to Leanne anytime be excited to talk to Leanne today. I really should get her back on this podcast. I love this one. Everyone always asks me what are my favorites. This is absolutely one of my favorites. She's so real. She's so raw, unfiltered kickback. You guys I think are really gonna enjoy this really it's one of my favorites. Now, the one and only Miss Leanne Lockin. Welcome back, everyone. We're about to sit down for part two of an exclusive chat with Miss Leanne Lockett from The Real Housewives of Dallas. And if you haven't already, make sure to check out part one, where we talk about Leanne's past, The Real Housewives of Dallas, her castmates, and of course, all that went down between her and Carrie Brighamham. Now, stay tuned for part two. Do you know these two new girls at all, like Tiffany
1: Moon and Jennifer Long? I'll tell you that I know those particular girls, and I think Tiffany Moon is very conservative. So that's what we need, another conservative person on the show. And, um, and Jennifer has had a very kind of, you know, dark, strong life. And, um, and I would love to see them let her share that in a positive way. So I hope that that's what happens. But Jennifer, Jennifer's going to speak her mind,
0: right? What do I know? I don't even work. And what for the, do
1: I know? And it's not my business. Yet. I mean, I
0: don't even work for the damn Bravo Network. So maybe I'm just making Me things either. up.
1: Either. <laughs> Neither
0: of us do, right? <laughs> Neither of us do. No. Um, what type of dark life has Jennifer had?
1: I think that's her. Let, let her share it. I'm not on. I'm not on, and it's not my job to to tell somebody else's business. That's fair. I, see lo- how- I learned my lesson with Duber and I'm grateful that Duber and I are friends and I'm not, you know, I'm not interested in going back down that pony road.
0: You and Duber have worked it out.
1: We have, honestly, authentically, genuinely.
0: Listen, I, I love me some Carrie Duber. So, I mean, I, I gotta- I don't like to always voice my opinion here behind the velvet rope because I don't feel it's my job, but I I do love me some Carrie Duber.
1: I do too. Actually, Carrie and I were just talking the other day about maybe doing um, like like a little thing where we would go start at season one and recap each episode from what really happened versus what you saw. We were talking about maybe doing that, but that's
0: really fun. I mean now speaking of Carrie Juber for a minute, you know, listen, there's a lot of things when like you say, when people say Real Housewives of Dallas, they're gonna think Leah and Locken, they're gonna think lots of things. Carney, but your husband gets his dick sucked at the roundup, obviously, is it's infamous. It's, a, it's infamous.
1: Yeah, I say I have to say it in cameo all the time. I have to say um, that. I have to say they're just hands. I have to say I'm exhausted, my weave is exhausted. Panty liner in my underwear is exhausted. I have to say, uh, jail's not worth it, Leanne. <laughs> There's a lot of good gifts. Be real careful. There's a lot of good ones. Oh. Out there.
0: Is, is your husband gets his dick sex to the roundup, the number one?
1: No, that, they're just hands. Really? Yeah. But I mean, that was part of the soliloquy of you know, so it was all broken down. I mean, people are like, they're going to be performing this scene as an audition for Juilliard. And I'm like, oh God, I hope not. Jesus.
0: <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. But see, like you guys worked it out authentically.
1: Authentically. And-, and, and it's sad that we didn't get to show that, you know? Because I think that's what people really want to see is genuine growth. When you look at who's grown on the show, who has grown on the show? Who's the same as season one and who's grown? And I'm not talking about, oh they decided to get better fashion.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, it's a little boring, like, you know, when someone's storyline is the same, more or less, season to season. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you and Carrie are, like, in a good place.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Who, to you, is the worser of two evils between Stephanie and Brandy? Listen, I I never said it was going to be all easy here behind the velvet rope, Leah. No,
1: but I also never said that I was going to answer everything. I would. No, you didn't. They're they're two sides of the same coin. That's my answer. That's a good answer.
0: What if you had to go on any other franchise? What franchise would you could you see yourself on?
1: Oh. That's a tough one. I think I would do Potomac. I would love to go do Potomac because um, I think I would have an authentic friend there. Um, I used to say Atlanta, but I, I don't know that I could handle those girls. Are, those girls are next level. It, it was a lot. I mean, they deliver every season.
0: Kenya being back, I don't know. I think it's the best thing in the whole world.
1: Well, see, look, when Kenya left and took a break, everybody was like, thank God Kenya's gone. And then Kenya came back and it was like the best ever. So, you know, sometimes you just need to breathe.
0: Kenya is really good. Kenya's good at what she does.
1: She's good to eat. Kenya and I both did the pageant system. Yeah.
0: Well Now, I mean, you like, to your point about season four, where, you know, you tried to just stay in the background, it kind of worked out where you were anything but in the background on season four.
1: Yeah, I agree. I
0: mean, did you ever expect this season to play out the way it did?
1: No. No, and the sad part is, like, the people who attended my wedding were like, oh my god, that was the most fairy tale fantasy beautiful experience i've ever been to like people were blown away by our wedding and there was so much of the wedding that we didn't get to see like the omni hotel literally ran our initials on the side of their hotel the entire night during our wedding and wedding reception um it just so much that it was hard to cover it all
0: I mean, you got married on TV, so that was kind of a, you know, like, that's kind of like a... I
1: was, I wanted to, and I tell you what, that was a commitment that I made to our audience because when I got engaged, everybody was so happy and so kind and so wonderful, and I'd shared that authentic experience with them. So when it came time, you know, to get married, they really wanted me to rush and do it in season three. And I'm like, "Mm -mm -mm, no, 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 I'm not rushing my only wedding like this is going to be i'm going to have my fairy tale princess wedding and that's what i wanted and you know what the entire city came out i mean i we barely lifted a finger everybody was like we love you let us do something how can we help what can we do so it was it was um it was a love letter between my city and rich and i
0: and to have it like memorialized on tv is awesome yeah.
1: Yes and words in his vows so sweet
0: amazing like I'm like how could we not have seen this on TV
1: It was the number one uh, number one episode of the entire season
0: and then all these people saying like there was no food and your mom and all this like people are just
1: and my mom texted me and was like, oh my God that was the most beautiful wedding I'm so glad I was there you know she had so much fun she did Oh the watch what crap like, that's bullshit. We danced with your mom. Like, she was great. It, I this a lot. There was, again, what is said on television and what the truth is, don't always mix up.
0: No, they don't. So now, before we get on to all, because I have lots of questions about, like, post-quarantine, I want to know what you're up to. Before we get into that, what do you want to say to everyone? You know, the obvious thing that now everyone, listen... You Google your name. Well, let's just get into it and move on. Cause you know, I love you. Let's do it. And you're real and I, I'm real. And like, I think if we don't address it, people are going to be like, well, what the fuck?
1: Mean, right? Yeah, sure.
0: They're going to be like, what did we, we end?
1: Let me just point this out. In yes. the state of Texas, we talk about people's nationality a lot because we are very close to Mexico. Um, Tex-Mex is our favorite food. Um, and we refer to people as Mexican down here. Like we just say that a lot. Where do you want to go? want to go to the Mexican restaurant, which one, you know? So we use that word a lot and, um, it is not a race. I know that the Hispanic people are fighting to have Mexican become a race, but it's not. And if you really want the God's honest truth, Carrie Brittingham and I are the same race. So how can I be racist against my own race? That, that means I hate myself. And I think the word was inappropriately used on purpose. And I think that it was frustrating um, to see the venom from the cast, um, knowing that it was an in, in, inappropriate word, knowing it, you know. And, um, and I think if you come to Texas and you come to Dallas and you talk to anybody in this city that knows me, they're like, What, like, you're the least, and I'm like, I know, I know. What are you gonna do? I mean, how do I live in my LGBTQ world, hugging and kissing HIV positive people, no matter what their race or nationality is, and be a racist? You, I can't, but you know, if there's no other storyline and you need drama for the show you're gonna throw Leanne under the bus. We've proven it. They've thrown me under the bus every season just to make a good season. So that's kind of why Leanne is not hanging out with buses these days. Give me a good trolley.
0: (laughs) A trolley is always better, right?
1: Yes, honey.
0: No, I mean, wait, and how are you and Carrie the same race?
1: Carrie has to click Caucasian when she enters any country. I mean, you understand that Mexico is a melding pot of black Mexicans, white Mexicans, Latina Mexicans. I mean, there's a lot. It's not, that's why Mexico and Mexican nationality. I mean, and when the show aired in the UK, it's so strange because I got so many messages from people in the UK and they were like, that's not, you know, that's not racist. Like if I called somebody a bloody Welsh, you know, or fucking Welsh, like. And and I'm like, thank you, I get it, I appreciate it. But you know, I think in today's times and especially in our country, it's a hot button. And I think when you want to hurt someone, it's easy to just whip out words that whether they're appropriate or not, use it, you know? And it's not the first time that DeAndra has tried to get me accused of that. I mean, you know, she did it two years ago on Twitter. So
0: Rocket Money has helped me so much, and I really think it can help you. You know, I'm always having to watch certain TV shows to do research for all these interviews I conduct here on this podcast. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't got time to watch the whole show. I just watch the bare minimum of what I need to do to prepare, and then I'm not going to watch the show again. So because of that, I have to subscribe to so many TV streaming services, and then I forget to cancel my subscriptions. I'm really busy. That's where Rocket Money has come in. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your own unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Do you know that over 80% of people have subscriptions that they forget about? That means 80% of you listening. Rocket Money quickly and easily finds all your subscriptions. And any you don't want to pay for anymore, you just hit cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's that easy. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash rope That's Rocket rocketmoney.com slash velvet rope. Let me say it one more time, rocketmoney.com slash velvet rope.
1: Anyone who knows, as I'm not, I have friends from every ethnicity. I have friends from almost every country. I mean, if you really look at my best friends, first of all, I have no straight male friends at all. Like Rich is always like, you need a straight male friend. And I'm like, no, I don't.
0: I would like a straight male friend too. I, I would like a gay friend. I have, I have like three gay friends, two straight male friends and 900,000 women friends. So you would have get along. Oh, there you along.
1: go. See? Okay. Well I hang out where I'm comfortable and we hunt the same food.
0: <laughs> exactly. And you know, what about all those people, just cause you know, like I'm just trying to give you your, a platform, like, you know, all those people who are like, okay, well it's not what you said. It's, it's like how, how I said it. Yeah. Oh
1: my God. And guess what? If it had been Brandy that was coming at me, I would have said fucking idiot cheerleader because she uses cheerleader to describe herself. It carries own words against her. That is what I'm known to do. If you go back and look at any episode, that is what I do. I use people's words. Whatever, however you brag to describe yourself is how I'm going to tear you down. Because I know that that's important to you. And is it the right thing to do? No. But am I the only one on Housewives who tears apart another housewife? Hell no, people, or y'all would not be tuning in the fuck in. So, you know what? Is she chirpy? Yeah. The bitch shut up. I mean, you know, that's not me. I mean, I, I think in season one, I called Brandy a yappy chihuahua when she talked too much. I just, stuff flies out of my mouth, whether it's politically correct or not. And that's just the truth. But is it, and does it actually qualify to be a racist? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And I think it's bullshit that, you know, Bravo let it go as far as it did.
0: Which we're gonna, I have some questions about too, because I mean, then you get into the fact that, like, do you think it's a double standard? 100. A
1: hundred. St- I think it's been a double standard since day one. Are you kidding? There's pets. And then there's the people, who create and carry the show. And Lord knows, no one's ever petted my ass.
0: No, you fought for your place every season.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I live my life.
0: Because, I mean, that's the whole thing. You know, nobody, I mean, I, get, I guess everyone thought that, I mean, the, the consensus was that you're the one that gets special treatment, that no one thought this would even see the light of day at this footage.
1: Okay, those, ca- that, those words came out of Stephanie Holman's mouth, by the way, who is the biggest liar on our show. So that's bullshit. Do you really think that if there was footage of me saying worse, that they would hide it? When have they ever hidden anything bad that I've done? When? When I hit the camera, did they hide that and, ooh, protect me from that? They have protected my ass. Matter of fact, they push my ass to make sure that there's content. So, bitch, you're... Go back to your cheating husband and fake your happy, gorgeous life.
0: I would think if you had done worse at this point, they would have they shown. Would
1: it. She's full of shit. She, that's, she wants to put that illusion that Leanne is worse than I seem. And she's always wanted that. And, you know, it, I'm just, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm no longer keeping her, you know, poor Stephanie. She's so innocent. No, she's not. No, she's not. She loves for everyone to think she is, but she's not.
0: I mean, so the fact that the cast, I, mean, is, I guess is like, if you were guilty of being a racist, which I'm not saying you are, then is the cast as guilty by not doing anything about it to care?
1: hundred percent. I mean, Cameron thought, Cameron was the one that was concerned that it could be considered wrong. And she's the one who brought it up. Everybody else just, you know, did what they always do at every reunion, jump on a bandwagon of let's go for Leanne." you know, I mean, that's just the truth. And I think to an extent, I think Bravo or somebody thought that I would be able to handle it. But I I think at the end of four or five years of just constantly being beat down, uh, you know, I was over it. I was over it. And I cried, not because I was guilty, but because I just got so tired of being hated so much by people who I did nothing to. Like, it just, I was hurt. I was hurt.
0: I could, I mean, I, I think that's interesting. You know, everyone coming after you.
1: It's exhausting. Hello?
0: I could, that would be exhausting. Yeah. And then what about at the reunion? Because normally Andy is very monotone. And Andy
1: addresses that. Andy yeah. addresses I'm going to let Andy's words be what I think about that. I mean, Andy, you know, is the one who said he wishes that our last time on the camera together hadn't been so contentious. And I, and I do too. But, you know, at that point, I just wasn't willing to stand up and fight. I just wasn't, I, I had no fight left in me, you know? Now, if we were on Zoom reunion today, it would be a different case. We're not, you know. And my choice to take time away is—I'm my choice—and I'm so beyond. Like my friends are like, "Oh, we have our Leanne back." You know, and I am, I'm back. I mean, shoot, my girlfriend's birthday was on Cinco de Mayo. So I got her a taco pinata just so that I could say, beat your taco, beat your taco. I mean, I'm crazy. And I like to let that out without being judged, you know?
0: I do. I mean, listen, I recently sat down last week with like another housewife who's been on a show from another franchise forever, many years Ten years, twelve years. Let's just say, and she too, she was My like Tamara. That's a very Tamara. Tamara is amazing.
1: No, ta- I'm going to tell you something. Tamara is a good friend. When um I was talking with both of them before they made their choice to to step away, and I will say that, you know. One of the things that we both, that we all, now mind you, they had a much more difficult choice because their paychecks were like in the millions, you know? Yes. I mean, come on, let's get real. I wasn't even making 300,000. Nobody was. Yeah, no, I can make that money with my pinky shoved up my butthole. Okay. So it's why torture myself. I mean, that's really what you have to look at at the end of the day. It's the paycheck versus what it does to your, genuine life and your genuine reputation you know
0: 100 i've i could talk i could do 17 shows on this like it's so the concept of it is so people don't realize like the first year on housewives it costs you money yep when you're done with hair and makeup and clothes and going to where you're losing we all
1: know i didn't have makeup season one that's why my blush glowed and was trying to attract aliens
0: but that just (laughs) makes you more of a real person
1: honey, it doesn't come any more real. It does not come any more real.
0: But yeah, I mean, like, so Tamara was saying the same thing of like, I'm living my life. Like I feel so free.
1: She is. And that's the thing, you know, we called and we discussed a few things like choices she was making. And I was like, girl, think about the life you're going to have and think about the joy and the time because I think you get into the program of constantly thinking about, what am I going to do for the show? What am I going to do for the show? What am I going to do for the show? And you're not, how am I going to live my life? And you step away from, and it is like a drug, like it's an addiction. You know, we all talked about it. It's a hardcore addiction, but I feel like once you break the addiction um, and you realize how good life is without it and how peaceful and serene and fun and, you know,
0: Yeah. And, You lived a lot of years before it.
1: Yes. Honey, I'm a phoenix. I'm a rise.
0: What do you think is the addiction? Just like the fame, everyone adoring you? No,
1: I think it's a constant mental preparing. So you're constantly in your mind. Everything you do is like, okay, you know what? I'm thinking I'm going to do that. Oh, wait, do I save that for the show? Mm -hmm. I mean you could talk to anybody about what they're doing and they'd be like, Oh, am I saving that for the show? Am I saving that for the season or do I do it now? And then introduce it on, I mean, everything is about the show. Everything you talk about is about the show. When you're with your friends, people want to talk about the show. And it's like, huh.
0: This summer, my Hamptons house has seriously turned into a hotel, and although I love my friends dearly, there's not been one visitor that's come without needing to borrow something. I keep extra toothbrushes, extra toothpaste, soap, anything they might need. Well, turns out, I also now have several relief bands on hand. True story, we were going from my house in Sag Harbor to East Hampton the other night. The Uber is stopping and going. These roads are so windy in the Hamptons. I had my relief band on, so I was fine. Didn't realize I'm not the only one of my friends that gets completely car sick. Do you know that relief band is the number one FDA approved anti-nausea wristband that's been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting? I use it regularly and it really does work. It's for motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, even morning sickness and chemotherapy. It's perfect for those unexpected nausea inducing moments. Right now I have an exclusive offer just for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. If you go to relief, Leafband.com and use promo code VELVET, you get 20% off plus free shipping. So head to R E L I E F B A N D.com and use promo code VELVET for 20% off plus free shipping. Oh, I get it. People always ask me, they're like, when you're hanging out with the housewives having a drink, what do you talk about? And I'm like, well, we kind of talk about housewives. Yeah. And they're like, nothing it's
1: else. It's you're programmed. That's all you're programmed to think and talk about, you know? So now it's nice because, you know, I I remember to call a dear friend who lives in New York because he has a contentious relationship with his mom, as do I. Actually, I was thinking about calling him and he called me. And I was like, oh my God, I love that I had time to think about you and loving you. And you don't really have that time. I mean, you people don't understand the disruption it is in your life, you know?
0: Right. And it's a job that you, like oh, you said, up. yeah,
1: 24, seven.
0: Well, because you know, from day one, like, yes, any job could end at any point, but this is a job that openly you might lose after one season. Like it's just that always are four true. seasons. Like, you know, you're going to be fired at any moment. So to your point, you're constantly thinking about what can I'm I do to bad. keep my job?
1: Yeah. Yeah. For sure, and that's a tremendous amount of stress. It sounds, you know, I I'll be honest. Between everything that I ever did during my seasons, I never really had to work too hard about what I was going to do on the show because I genuinely, my life is, you know, very busy, and I like to stay busy. And so it would just be like on Monday, I'd get a phone. What are you doing this week? And I'm like, okay, well, I'm doing, you know, I'm emceeing this. I'm getting an award here. I'm going to go down and rescue dogs here, and you know, and they'd be like, okay, well, we want to cover this and this, you know?
0: So it's like a weight has been lifted off you. And right. Like you're not, you weren't making like close to a million dollars. Like not even, well, I mean, you know, there's all, there's all this, there's also this thought of like, you know, Dallas is the least high rated. and Oh, it
1: is. It's the lowest viewed housewives on the market. We're, what they barely even get a half, half 50% of the views of a regular Housewives show yeah. right and because of that it makes it harder for the girls on the show to have any sort of success with their products
0: right so you have to bring it
1: yeah yeah
0: it just one more thing and that and then I, then where I wanted sure. to we're not talking about just bad things here but i just one more point i wanted to make is And I'm not picking on anyone in particular, but you know, the whole thing, just as far as the double standard, you know, the whole video about Brandy, which resurfaced.
1: Yes. Which Stephanie and Brandy said, I'm responsible for. I saw that. They said that you're a wedding planner, Steve Gimbel. He, he released it and he owned it. And I didn't even know he had it. And I think somebody sent it to him, but I, I didn't remember it existed. I didn't, you know, don't you think if I would have had that shit out have whipped it out of the reunion, especially when she went and got that stupid chair? Come on. Of course I would have.
0: I forgot about the chair.
1: No, how could you?
0: Well, now I, I, now it's all come back. What was going through your mind when you're like, you're like I'm I not I think sitting. we're all
1: looking at her like, is she leaving the fucking set? What the fuck? Like no one knew what the hell she was doing. It was just a dumb, over dramatic example of Brandy trying to prove that she can be bigger than life and her ideas usually fall flat.
0: I just wanted to point that out, you know, because that's what, because I actually didn't see the video until today because I knew we were sitting down. And I'm like, what is everyone talking about? Let's get the video. Leanne, you are so good at turning things around and asking me.
1: I'm asking you, what did you think of the video?
0: I mean... She
1: drunk in the car with her children, and she thought it was funny. And that's the example she's leaving for her kids.
0: And something happened, like, I don't know if you know, like, Catherine Dennis from Southern Charms. She was talking, I don't think, on air to a African-American radio host. They had some argument about something. And she sent this woman, because so Catherine Dennis is from Southern Charm. She sent this woman a monkey emoji to a DM.
1: That You got to know better than that.
0: Kind of. I mean.
1: I mean, I would never do that.
0: And so now, I mean.
1: Catherine still has a job.
0: No, and also, what do you want to say to all the? Because listen, I'm sure you've read everything online. Like, what do you want to say to all the people that say Leanne Locken was fired for being a racist?
1: Okay, then that's your opinion, and you know what they say about opinion. Um, it's not it's not the case. They called and said to do, and I literally was like, you know how when you someone asks you a question and your inside voice answers before your voice answers
0: all the time.
1: My, my inside voice was like. <sighs> oh, I don't want to do it. And then I stopped myself and I thought, oh my God, I don't want to do it. And then I was like, you know what? I really need to breathe. I just need to breathe. So, and they were like, we're not going to push you. So I was like, thank you.
0: Is Rich so happy that you're not doing it?
1: Yes. Yeah. We are having so much fun over here. I mean, we're just, we laugh and we love and we play and, you know, we're working on our house together and there's no pressure to get it done in a hurry. It's just being creative, taking the time to be creative and to be fun. And you know, we're, we're loving it. He's writing his book. I'm working. I mean, we're living our lives.
0: You need to write a book. That's actually a good idea.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about it.
0: It's just going to be about your life
1: growing up, growing up locked. Whoop, whoop.
0: <laughs> That's a whole show in and of itself right Post there.
1: <laughs> the show, yes.
0: After you decided to leave other than Tam, like, did you have, like, who'd you hear from? Like, did certain, you know, in the housewives community, like, did people, and on both sides, did people reach out to you and say, I get it, I was there? And then was it, like, radio silent from other people you're, like, you would have expected to hear from?
1: Yeah, you know, Stephanie never reached out to me.
0: Did anyone from Dallas?
1: Um, Carrie Brittingham. She she did. Really? Yep. Carrie Brittingham and Cameron.
0: What did Carrie say?
1: That she was really sad to see that I was not going to be on the show. Wow.
0: Yeah. Does that shock you as much as it shocks me? Because
1: we had had drinks afterwards and talked through things. And I think there was a lot of things that had happened that she saw a certain way that I shed light on. And a lot of things that happened that I saw a certain way that she shed light on. So it was nice to have an open, honest conversation, so. Wow. Yeah.
0: Does anyone else know this? i I never heard this.
1: No, no. Wow.
0: Uh-uh. So that's kind of shocking after all of that, which kind of centered around her, you are actually in a better place with her than you are with Stephanie and Brandy or Deandra.
1: Well, I mean, is never gonna change. Deandra's Deandra, and I've accepted who Deandra is, and I just wish she would forget that I existed. Um, Stephanie is gonna pretend to be who she wants the world to see her as, and Brandy's gonna continue to be Brandy, and there's nothing else I can do about that.
0: Did you hear from people from other franchises, like oh,
1: yeah, I mean you know kelly Dodd uh, Tamra, Vicky, Vicky still calls me and checks on me, you know, so yeah, I mean monique it's plenty of people, Sonia, it was nice I mean, so that's
0: a that's a know, good
1: i 've made real friendships that 's what I was going to say i 'm on the show i 'm not saying that I hated every minute of being on Dallas. You know, Dallas was a wonderful experience and I'm appreciative of Bravo for giving me that experience because I learned so much about my life and myself and I grew so much and I would have never done that without that opportunity. So no, I loved, I loved being a part of it until it was just no longer fun for me. And so I just wanted to, you know, step away and find my fun side.
0: I love how you think seasons one, two, three, and half of four were fun for you. Because I think most people would have been out the door on the second day,
1: Leanne. I think most people would have too, especially the way they treated me. Yeah. Yeah. Behind the scenes, the way they treated me.
0: What is like, how have you changed like as a person from the four years on Dallas?
1: Oh, I understand my brain and how it works. I understand my anger. I've worked through... such to a wonderful place with my mom um just a lot changed you know life is about growing and if you don't grow you're just taking up space and I love to grow I love to learn I love to become better every day Um, and so all of that is important to me so I do if you look at season one Leanne and season four Leanne the growth was exponential you know 10 times growth every year and for that i'm beyond grateful i would not have understood i had people their opinions which were like you know you're psychotic you're bipolar and then i had people go okay let me explain what works in a child and you need to check out this and you need to take this test and you need to do this and 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 those are the people who genuinely led me down a path of learning how to control my anger um, control my reactions. So
0: this is cause you're a Gemini. I'm the same way. Like I never look back. I never like, like I never have regrets. And like, I mean, I, I don't like, to me, that's one of the most depressing things. Like people that look back and they're like, I wish my life was like that two years ago. Like, I'm just so not that way. Like,
1: I'm not, I appreciate where I was two years ago. I appreciate where I was four, five, six years ago, because I am who I am today because of that journey. And so for me, it's, it's everything in life is about a lesson. If it's, if it's a struggle you're going through, keep going through it because there is a rainbow on the other side. Life is about learning. Sometimes God thinks that you don't need to learn so much. And sometimes God thinks you have a lot to learn um and but i promise you there's always a lesson hindsight and there's always growth during the journey and those who people who grow do the most good in the world
0: and there were f- there were some fun times
1: yeah oh my god uh, there were fun times that didn't even get shown like in mexico i remember someone brandy made me take a shot and i didn't want to do it so i spit it back in her mouth i mean we listen you know i had fun with the girls And I think it was a, it it was hard sometimes because they wanted to have fun, but then they, two minutes later, they were going to get told to fight with me. So getting to really become my friend was just too difficult.
0: Is Dallas really small? Like, will you now, you know, after Corona, like, do you guys travel in the same circles like you all, you'll be.
1: No, none, none of us. I mean, I'll, um, I really never saw Carrie Brittingham out. I mean, maybe like at, at a restaurant at dinner or something. Um, we have a lot of mutual friends. Um, I'm sure I'll see Deandra at events. I'll see Cameron at events, but no, I, I don't, Brandy I don't, doesn't go to events and Stephanie goes to very few.
0: How are you with mama D? Cause we saw times on the show where she kind of, you know, I, I understand she'll always have her daughter's back, but kind of came to your defense.
1: Yeah. Especially when she could use it to hurt her daughter. Interesting. That's a, that's a tumultuous relationship. I'm glad not to be a part of, you know, really am. And now fame is in the middle. So I think Mama D much more supportive of Deandra. So for, in that case, I'm glad DeAndre's is becoming famous so that Dee will love her more.
0: How was BravoCon? I mean, BravoCon was amazing, wasn't it? I mean, I'm just from the talent point of view. You know, we obviously had different experiences there, you and I, but did you love it?
1: I loved it. I loved being out there with everyone. I loved hugging and high fiving and taking pictures and sharing stories. And oh, I, I every moment of BravoCon was fabulous. Absolutely fabulous! I think it was a genius idea on Bravo's part to do that. I mean, I
0: hope there's another one. I don't know I, about I this year. There's another
1: one, and I hope they actually the next one they make it all in one building.
0: That's what I heard.
1: And, and um, so that we can all see each other, you know, because that's really it was like a big sorority, you know. You were like, no, let's just sleep in the building and talk to everybody. <laughs> that
0: going from building to building was not fun.
1: It was hard. I know it was really hard. I had a, I had a back-to-back sessions in two different buildings and we barely, I literally remember running in and getting mic'd and getting to stage. So that's a little tough.
0: Did you think it was strange that, you know, Potomac and Dallas kind of got, you know, you each had two there and everyone else kind of had a full cast more or less.
1: Well, I mean, uh, we're the newest franchises. So I think pe- more people were going to be there to see older franchises, you know, they're more established.
0: Did you meet anyone at BravoCon that you didn't already know where you were like, you know, like watch what happens backstage or like, oh my God, there's Erica Jane or- or... No,
1: Erica and I are good friends. I adore Erica. Erica's a wonderful human. Um, No.
0: You kind of knew everyone.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, you know, i met most of them at Andy's shower. So it was nice just to continue the conversation.
0: How was Andy's shower? That was-
1: (laughs) It was a drunken party. Ugh. I think Lisa Rinna's dance moves summed up how Andy's shower was for everyone. Lisa, it was amazing.
0: Lisa Rinna's Instagram from that shower was better than anything I've seen on Bravo.
1: Ever. Oh, it probably had higher ratings than anything. Yeah. Oh no, they definitely should have recorded that thing. No, trust me. And believe me as a newbie, who this goes back to our earlier conversation about respecting people who have made way, um, standing at the foot of that table, watching Lisa dance, you know, every being in my soul was like, yeah, let me get up and dance with this bitch. And then I was like, don't be disrespectful. Like, you know, so.
0: I could have seen you up on those chairs. I I eventually
1: got up on the other table and danced with Sonia and Erica. Yeah.
0: Did you interact with any of the New York girls there, like Ramona? Yeah,
1: yeah I love Ramona. I've had dinner with Ramona, Dorenda, Luanne. Sonia's my fave. You know, I adore Sonia. Um, I love the New York girls. Sonia's That's your a favorite. Show.
0: Sonia's your favorite, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I know Sonia the best. And Sonia's really been genuinely, like, overly kind to me, so.
0: That's good. So yeah. what else after quarantine? What are your plans?
1: Um, oh well, things are open, so after quarantine, I guess it's kind of now. But when things really open back up, um, I've got—I mean, you know—I have partnered with Stoli and their cocktail competitions all over the country. So as soon as we start doing bar appearances again, I'll be at back out on the road um hosting uh you know the competitions and and i believe that we will be doing the finals and key west pride in november so oh, i'm really totally excited about that yes and um i have a couple of appearances that need to get rebooked and
0: which yeah. y- you were going to do which i think is the new way to go is you were part of the celebrity housewives yes The ex-housewives, which is a great... Let me tell you, I think there's... I've said this for years. I think there's more of a market for that than people that are... Bravo
1: deemed if you were a current housewife, you're not allowed to do those anymore. So for me, I'm one of the first things I said I was like oh my god when Tamara and Vicky quit I was like oh, the three of them and then Tamara was like I only want to go if you go and I was like okay because we knew we would have fun you know so yeah I'm super excited about the opportunity for the three of us to go out and really get ourselves in trouble
0: and you have like <laughs> Carolyn Manzo was getting involved in that, that and Brandy Glanville that is
1: Glanville so so much yeah there's a it's, lot of good girls that still have a lot to say.
0: Yeah, and to be honest,ly I think there's more of a market for that because you're not yeah. as accessible.
1: Yeah, you know, for sure.
0: So you'll I, be doing that.
1: It, it it's it's a great gig, and I've I've appreciated everyone I've done, and um, and you know, I'm looking forward to getting back out there. I mean,
0: celebrities
1: with the housewives is is off the chain.
0: And you're gonna take me to the roundup when I come to visit Dallas.
1: Hell yes. I'll buy you your first five jello shots.
0: Oh, I haven't had a jello shot in so long.
1: So you'll get two fireball jello shots, two grape jello shots, and then one of your choice.
0: That's fair. You, you like kind of had me at the fireball jello shot.
1: If you really want, you can have all five fireball Jell-O shots.
0: Is are, are are they really good? <gasps> really?
1: You should make them at home.
0: I should. Well, here it's like, yeah, I should.
1: They're so good.
0: You'll come hang out with me at the Regency when you come.
1: Oh, but show.
0: Sure. Or you know where else? The townhouse.
1: If Tom comes up to me, will you just punch him?
0: Okay, Tom doesn't even live here anymore, but he'll. I I saw him there once a few months ago. But Harry's my buddy. You can hang with Harry.
1: Okay, I'll hang with Harry.
0: Harry's a great, great, gr- very misunderstood. Like the nicest human being possible. He's, well, he's called.
1: Tanya, so yeah.
0: He's, he's called is. me almost every other day throughout this quarantine to see oh. how I am, and I'm like, I just want to go back to the Regency and have a martini. That's really all I want.
1: Oh, and I think during the pandemic, I think that's the one thing that we all miss the most is human interaction, and so that's the one thing that I encourage people to do is is Zoom and and see your friends. And, you know, I think we talk to people on the phone, but we can't see the expressions on their face. So we don't know, you know, how authentic the conversation really is and text message doesn't say anything. So no. I think when we, it's that human contact that we get, you know, and I think I'm excited for the world to get back to that.
0: Kind of. I mean, it makes you realize we're just social beings. We are. Like, I really don't care what I do. I just want to kind of sit and have a drink with people. Like, I don't care where it is.
1: Yeah. I think, I think after the pandemic, you're going to find a lot of people just hanging out in the bar like, hey, what's your name? <laughs> you know? Because I think people really do. They miss the the human contact.
0: And you would hope it would like, I would hope it would bring some of these people, we don't need to mention any names, just down to earth and That's just, hard. it's not going to happen, Right.
1: If you walked your talk, you'd already be walking it. I think a pandemic is the best time to walk your talk. I think so. And, and, you know, that's I what mean, I feel. What do I leave everyone with? I'm going to leave I mean, don't get with- me
0: wrong. I'm not rushing. Like I could sit here for no. seven hours and talk to you. Who but, you know. I? I
1: know. I love talking. Um, but actually, after this entire thing, I have to go pee. Um-
0: <laughs> Leanne has drank her entire grape- Vodka. Vodka. It looks delicious. I'm so jealous now.
1: With my metal straw because I care about the turtles.
0: Well, your background looks really pretty too, that like wood.
1: Oh, that's my new shiplat, reclaimed shiplat wood that I just redid the entire. So my ceiling.
0: Oh my God, that's nice. Yeah. Have you like, I mean, at least I've done this. I have tried every place in my apartment to do my Zooms. And this is where I finally have, like, I've tried everything.
1: Oh, really? Um, I've done some inside. I I just love being outside right now. I mean, listen, the second we get off Zoom, I'm ripping this t-shirt back off because I have a bikini top underneath it. Oh my God. I was like, okay, Leanne, put a t-shirt on, like.
0: I showered for you today and that's the first time in like three days, so. yeah, Right?
1: I love that the world has become more my speed on the shower. Like, why? I'm like,
0: yeah, why?
1: Who am I? Who's going to smell me? I mean, my husband, but he smells me all the time.
0: You're married anyway. So what's the difference?
1: Thank God. I don't have to perform extra stuff.
0: You really don't. I think once you're married, you can kind of not do that.
1: That's what I said. I go, look, you get it. You get it. If I'm a conscious, I'm conscious. Okay.
0: I think that's good. The rest of us have to try. (laughs) You'll find me a boy when I come to the roundup.
1: Oh, that will not be difficult, honey. We'll just stay by the bathrooms.
0: <laughs> we can do that. We can do that all night. Listen, as long as I have jello
1: shots. You're going to have a good time.
0: That's really I all I promise. need.
1: promise.
0: That's all I need is a jello shot. Um, yeah. We'll like keep in touch for real.
1: For real. Do please. Yes.
0: I'll, I'll like DM you.
1: DM me. I'll send you my contact.
0: Send me your text. Cause I'm better on text. Done. Um, all right. So you want to leave us with, you're busy, you're having a great quarantine. I hope you don't think I was like out for blood and talking to you. You know, I love Not you. Okay.
1: I, I don't think that at all. I think people do want to understand. And I think, you know, I think we got so much of one side of it that, and I just, at that point in time, wasn't ready to speak my side because it, it just wasn't going to be heard, you know? It right. Just, heard. So what was the point? So I shut my mouth, I crawled into a ball and I, you know, got through it. But I'm back, and I'm happy, and I'm grateful. I mean, I think the best word we can be in today's times is grateful. There's always something in life to be grateful for, you know?
0: That's such a positive. It's true.
1: I did this Zoom without a booger. I'm grateful.
0: I'm grateful for you taking your time, really. I really appreciate it. You did not have to do this. You are very busy.
1: I'm very happy to do it, and I think it's important that we – continue to communicate, you know, what we're doing and who we, who we genuinely are. Can you hear the pretty bird? I yeah.
0: could hear the birds. They sound great. amazing. For real.
1: Birds trying to get light.
0: Being right. Being that in New York.
1: Is not married.
0: <laughs> listen, us single people need to do that's. Listen, if I've ever felt like I need to take myself a boyfriend, quarantine has done that for me.
1: I have no doubt. I have oh no my. doubt. I, I like need. wonder how many of the delivery guys have gotten really lucky.
0: <laughs> I would think, well, see, in like my building, they're not even allowed to come upstairs. Like you actually have to, like, in, I think in most buildings in New York, they don't even bring it up now. Like even, it's kind of annoying, but I deal with it. Like they leave it on a table downstairs. Like the doorman doesn't even touch it. You have so to you don't go even...
1: downstairs in your pajamas to pick up your food. Yes. Because I'm not getting out of my pajamas. I didn't get out of my pajamas for like two weeks.
0: I go down like in pajamas, like whatever it is.
1: What would be the point?
0: I'm like, I don't care who sees me.
1: Yeah, well, but that's why I always, I think being from Texas, that's why I so much wanted a home was because I wanted to be open my front door with every pimple on my face showing and not have anyone right there going, well, good morning, you know?
0: Could you ever see yourself living in New York? No. Most people say that, they don't live in New York.
1: But I'm not a New Yorker. You know, I lived in LA. I wasn't a happy person in LA, and I love the weather of LA. I'm a Texan. I love the people Texas. I love how friendly we are, how loyal we are, how kind we are. I love you, that when we say howdy to someone, we just mean howdy.
0: As opposed to in New York, when no one speaks to you in the morning and
1: just no kinda... one speaks to you at all. And in LA, when somebody talks to you, you're like, "What do you want?" You know? Yes. And, here. You just say hello. I remember I knew I wanted to leave LA when, um, I was holding the grocery door open for this sweet little old lady who looked just like my grandma. It just made me miss my grandma so much. And I was holding the door open for her and she walked by me and she goes, I'm not tipping you. And I went, uh, uh, I gotta go back home. Like this is not my environment. My environment is about love and you know, and, and wow.
0: You'll live in Texas. You'll live in
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'll definitely travel. I listen, don't get me wrong, honey. I love myself a good weho. But
0: I love my I love me a good weho also.
1: Oh, honey. We all ho ho and we ho.
0: <laughs> I like to travel and be home like, you know. Yeah. I mean, after this, I may not want to be home for like a couple yeah. Of months.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. That's, I want to travel too. I mean, we, Rich and I were supposed to go on our official scheduled honeymoon and then this happened and then we were like, okay.
0: I had a trip planned That's in June. True. Yeah. It's like everything is, but I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to travel in, in the you, U.S.
1: Do you really want to go? Like, do you really want to take that chance? Like now? Yeah. Cause no. he, some people get through it super easy and some people are on a ventilator for six weeks. And I would just know that I would be the kind of person that would end up on that damn ventilator.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm really healthy, but you just don't know. You just no. don't know. You don't. And yeah. that's not worth the risk. It's
1: not worth it at all. At no. all. Yeah.
0: All right. So I'm gonna. I'll DM you. You'll send me your info. Definitely. I really appreciate Leanne Locken. Always will be a real housewife.
1: You're so sweet.
0: Because that's just. The moniker that it is.
1: Yeah. I mean, even Andy said that. Once you're in the family, you're always in the family. So, It's true. It's a wonderful family as a whole. It really is.
0: And I appreciate you speaking your truth here today.
1: Always happy to. You know I don't speak anything but.
0: You'll come back on.
1: Anytime.
0: You'll come back on. We'll talk about all lighthearted stuff next time.
1: Oh, I I have a... I have a very fun Instagram competition that I'm doing, but I I can't share it with you, but I am doing it. So maybe if I end up winning that, I'll come on and we will play videos.
0: That would be amazing. We we could do anything you want. And next time we'll we'll, we'll talk beforehand and we'll have like a drink of choice. We'll have the same drink.
1: (gasps) Oh! I'm going to send you the step to make a spicy margarita.
0: Whatever, like whatever you want to drink, you tell me. And I'm very, I'm not picky when it comes to my alcohol. A
1: box, so we just have to Uh-oh. plan it at a time. You have to provide your own ice and cup.
0: That's I'm fair. Like,
1: I'm like a swingers club. You have to provide your own ice and cup. <laughs>
0: that's not, that's not asking too much. So awesome. Let's do it again for real.
1: I would love that. All
0: right. I love you dearly.
1: I love you. This was so much fun. Thank you for letting me have a good laugh today.
0: That's what I'm here for. I'll I'll DM you in like an hour. Done. All right. Cheers. Love you. Love Cheers me. to you. <laughs> awesome. All right. Bye. Thanks. bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear...